What's up, everybody? Anton Crilly here, and welcome back to the e-commerce lifestyle podcast. If you are a newer listener, know that this show comes out two times a week. We have brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday, and they are all designed to help e-commerce store owners to increase their revenue, automate their operations, and become the authority in their niche. Now, today's episode should definitely help with freeing up your time so that you can focus on the stuff that at least I know I love, the marketing side of things, the growth side of things. Specifically, what we're gonna be talking about is how to manage inventory in your Shopify dropshipping store. So this episode is really for everybody out there that is currently up and running, and they're doing what most people do when they first get started, which is they upload a bunch of products to their store and they do not track inventory. Now, I'll say before I even get into the two different methods I wanna share for tracking, is that for most people, that is totally fine. Because what some people do, and I think this is a mistake, is they get the ball rolling, they build their store, and then from day one, they want all of their inventory levels for every product they sell to be perfect down to the exact number from day one, when again, that's just gonna add this workload, this extra stress, this extra work that isn't necessary. The reason why it typically isn't necessary is because let's say you follow what I teach over at dropshiplifestyle.com and you work with 20 different brands on your store, you sell for 20 different companies, and let's say on average those 20 companies have 50 different SKU numbers each, so you sell 1,000 products on your store, most likely 800 to 900 of those products will always be in stock. And even if they're not in stock, they're not gonna be products that you sell regularly. So it's not something that you need to focus on thinking, I have a thousand products, I better make sure everything is perfect every single day. Because again, it's more often than not, never going to become an issue. Now, when inventory can become an issue is when your best-selling products run into stock issues. So you probably know the 80-20 rule. I talk about it all the time. And what I believe when it comes to applying this to inventory is that 80% of your sales will come from the top 20% of your products. So if you have a 1,000 SKUs on your store, most likely you'll sell the same 200 of them over and over and over. And you know what? We could even take this a step further. And you you can 80-20 that 200 best-selling products, and most likely, most of your sales are going to come from 40 of those 200, right? Again, 80-20 principle in action. So what I do for, again, the vast majority of my stores is I focus on inventory levels for, in that scenario, it would be the top 40 products, the ones that we sell day in, day out, the ones that just kind of rise to the top and become the money makers over time. Now, I'm not gonna get into how we actually know what's in stock. If you're a member of my coaching program, you know this. I guess I'll do a quick overview, but certain suppliers will have a members area we can log into that shows inventory levels. Some of them will send out CSVs or Excel sheets every week. Some of them will share access to a Google sheet that shows real-time inventory. So there's different ways, but again, that's what we'll actively monitor if our best-selling products ever run into inventory issues. Because I'll just say this too before I even get in, and it might sound like I'm, I'm giving a lot of reasons not to follow what I'm about to say in terms of how to manage the inventory and actually keep it up to date. But again, that's because most people probably don't have to do this. If you need to, and we'll talk about who needs to, uh, you know, don't don't worry about it. But 
Basically, what might happen is, let's just say again, those 40 products that are your best sellers, maybe out of those 40 products, your suppliers know, hey, these are the best sellers, we're gonna keep them in stock. And maybe you run into an inventory issue a few times a year, right? Maybe a little more often during COVID and delayed shipments and whatnot. But again, most of the time, if you do drop shipping the right way, you're not gonna have these issues. Okay, with that being said, what if you do? What if you have one supplier with your best selling products and you start to see, whoa, these things are very low on stock and they're not gonna be back for, I don't know, call it six to eight weeks, right? They're not gonna be back for a while. Well, then it would probably be a good idea to update inventory on your store. Now, there's a couple reasons for this. One of them is that it's going to add this urgency, right? This scarcity, because when people are on your product page and they're on one of your best-selling products and they see, oh, there's only six units left in stock, well, they're gonna be more likely to purchase sooner rather than later because they'll want one of those six, right? So that's a reason you would wanna do it. Another reason you would wanna do it, let's just say a product is back-ordered and it's not coming back for, again, eight weeks. Maybe you don't want to actually be selling those things and there's different thought processes on whether you wanna accept those sales or whether you don't, but let's just say you don't want to, then you would wanna have the inventory go to zero on your store and you would set it in the back end of Shopify so that people can no longer order those products. You would also at that point wanna do things like stop running ads to those products, but just know there's, again, different thought processes for what you wanna do with products that are actually out of inventory. With that being said, if you want to keep track of it, right? If you're one of those people that just wants to say, you know what, for my best-selling products, I want real-time or as close to real-time inventory as possible on my store, what can I do, Anton? Okay, I'll give you two methods, one free and one paid. So we'll start with the free method. Now, this one just involves going into Shopify, clicking on the products tab in the left navigation, going to the product page, clicking edit, and then for each individual product, there's an option to click track inventory. When you do that, you literally type in how many units you have or how many units your supplier has. Now, this works for that manual process when you're only dealing with a small number of products that you're tracking inventory for. Now, again, it works, but here's something that you should keep in mind if you're using this, I guess you can call it native feature of Shopify. If the supplier sends out an inventory tracking sheet, let's say on a Monday, and you see there's six units left in stock for SKU number one, two, three, and you put six units left in stock on your store, well, what if competitor ABC sells five of them in the next two hours, right? Then there's one left and you don't know until that next inventory report comes out. So there are you know, pros and cons of this. A pro is that it's more accurate, but if you use this method, it's never going to be foolproof. It's not going to be 100% accurate. And the other issue with this, let's just say there are six left, right? You go ahead into the back end of Shopify for that product page. You put that there's six uh, left in stock in the quantity, and then you sell six. Well, what's gonna happen once those six are sold? Uh, well, first of all, it's gonna go to zero. And then based on how you set it inside of Shopify, either customers will no longer be able to order that product or they will be able to order it, but the inventory is gonna show as negative on your store. Okay, now if you set it so that people can no longer order the products, you better pay attention to when the product comes back in stock because I've seen people make this mistake where they set inventory when they first build their stores and let's just say they put, there's 12 units of a product available. Then, you know, a few 
few months goes by, they sell the 12, then they stop getting sales. And they're like, what happened? I, you know, I don't get this. Like, why is this product not selling? Then they realize that, oh, it's because I set an inventory and the inventory ran out. So if you are going to track inventory and you're gonna use this first method, this free method, again, it is extremely important that not only do you track it on the way down, but that you replenish it when it's available again so you don't run into a situation where you're not getting sales because you're not letting people buy from you, okay? So very, very important if you wanna use this method. Um, I'm not saying you shouldn't use it, I'm just saying if you do, make sure you're paying attention to inventory and it is being updated, whether it's you updating it yourself or somebody on your team. Okay, now we'll go into the second method that you can use to manage inventory on your Shopify stores. Now this one we use only in very rare situations on a store that might sell for 300 brands and that might sell 20,000 different SKUs where there's more of a possibility or more of a, a likelihood of inventory issues happening because there's just so much more inventory. And when you work with 300 suppliers instead of 20, it can be really hard to keep an eye on what that best selling 20% of products is. So with this method we use, and I'd recommend you use an app in the Shopify app store that's called Stock Sync. Okay, Stock Sync. And this app, there is a free plan. Most likely you'd be using the one that costs $5 a month or $10 a month. What's cool about this app is that it can connect with your supplier's inventory and you can set a schedule for how often it should update on your store. Now, there's pros and cons here, right? The pros are that when you set this up correctly and your suppliers update their inventory sheet, it can automatically pull that information in and update your store. So the example I gave in the free method in method one, if you put there were six units left of stock for you know whatever, product ABC, and then your competitor sold five of them, you wouldn't know there was one left until you got the next inventory report. Now, if you use stock sync and it's hooked up correctly to your supplier's inventory, then when those five are sold, the supplier would update it on their tracking side, Stock Sync would push that update through to your store, then your store would also show there's only one left. So it could be this more of a real-time, it's never 100% real-time, but closer to real-time active inventory monitoring. Now, why, that probably sounds great, right? You're probably thinking, okay, that's easy, that's the solution. Why shouldn't I just sign up no matter how many suppliers I have? Well, the thing is, this is gonna require you working with your suppliers to make sure you have access to their data in terms of inventory in a way that you can match with the Stock Sync app. You could think of this in a similar way as to when you first got approved with suppliers and wanted to upload their products to your store. You needed to get a product list from them, maybe an Excel sheet, maybe a CSV. But even if they sent you a CSV with all their products, you still need to modify it to get it to meet Shopify's standard so that you can upload it to Shopify. It's gonna be similar with StockSync based on how the supplier has inventory data available. You need to basically plug that in to StockSync and based on what your supplier gives you is gonna determine how much work is involved to turn it from what they have into what you can give StockSync. So there is work involved setting this up. And just like anything else, this could be a situation where a supplier possibly isn't updating their inventory correctly. And then that would push to your store automatically because it that's how it works. It does what your supplier's inventory tracking says. So it still is worth it if you have one of these massive, call it a, a mega store. Let's say you sell chandeliers. And again, you have 300 brands you sell for and inventory is just 
constantly like being sold through and updated, then maybe you do want to do this. Just know there is work involved getting it set up. And then once it's set up, there's work involved to make sure everything is working correctly. And again, you don't run into a situation where inventory just goes to zero and it never gets updated. Now it should, right? If your supplier updates their inventory sheets correctly, and if your settings and stock sync are correct, then it should do what it's supposed to do. But if there's human error at any point of the process, then the automations that it does just will push through bad data. So got to make sure it's set up correctly. But if you're in a situation where you feel totally overwhelmed with tracking inventory, not because of an irrational fear, but because you're having issues and it's just too much to do manually, then I would highly encourage you to check out that app, StockSync. So those are the two methods, guys, both free and paid. Again, for a lot of people, you don't even need to use either of them. But if you're one of the people out there that does deal with inventory issues, that's looking for a solution, I hope this episode will help you out and uh, cause you less headaches in the future. So as always, guys, I hope you got value. If you did, be sure to leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate that, and I'll read all of them. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, just search for e-commerce lifestyle on whatever podcast player you use. Click subscribe, and you'll get notified every Monday and Thursday when new episodes go live. So thank you. I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you in the next one.